Welcome to another series of Leaders Connect. This is S.E. Daniel with Aspire Global Leadership and I'm so delighted that you have joined me this morning. Well, it could be afternoon or evening for you based on uh, the time you're listening to this recording. Um, Welcome and today we're going to talk about the art of listening. How to become a good listener. So let's get started. Are you a good listener? If you are sitting with someone, turn around and ask them, are you a good listener? Well, the one that's sitting next to me when I asked the question, he shook his head. So I don't know whether that meant he's not a good listener. Just kidding. Anyway, ask most people if they are good listeners and they'll say, of course. But really, in reality, very few of us are actually good listeners or are good at listening effectively. Um, Throughout this podcast, we will work together to address what makes a good listener and how you can form habits that will help you Um, to connect better with those that you are speaking with or that you interact with okay (laughs) so there's a study here of about 8,000 employees from a various job background uh, backgrounds and and this is what they found out with all their participants that they all believed that they communicated effectively or most effectively than their co-workers but there's no way no way that everybody could be above average right so in reality the average person listens at only about 25 percent efficiency isn't that something and so what is causing these misconceptions while most people agree well, we agree that listening is a very important skill, a majority of us don't feel a strong need to improve that gift. And that is probably because effective listening isn't something we really talk about, which is pretty strange because we are social creatures who thrive on communication and listening is arguably the most important aspect of effective communication. Do you know someone who cuts you when you're speaking, when you're conversing with them, like a crazy driver on the road, rushing somewhere? (laughs) We are no such people or maybe we could be those people and today this is the reason why we are talking about effective listening um, and its importance so first and foremost we are instructed to hear with faith Um, according to Galatians chapter 3 verse 2 to 5 in the Bible we are instructed to hear with faith and what this means is that we are not just hearing but we are internalizing and understanding what we hear in fact the bible in 
the Bible in this infinite wisdom also tells us that we need to listen more than we speak. Everybody should be quick to hear and slow to speak and slow to wrath. That's James chapter 1 verse 19. And why is this so? Because if we if we are really always speaking, we never gain new knowledge or understanding from other people. And our minds are closed when our ears are, which does not allow room for any growth. And so we are much more effective in accomplishing goals when we listen. Case in point, a case study of managers and employees in a very high-stress hospital setting found that listening explained 40% of the variance in effective leadership. Think of someone you believe to be an effective leader in your life. It can be a teacher or a pastor or a boss, a mentor or even a parent. Would you consider that person a good listener? Yeah? Would you consider yourself a good listener? Good question, right? As Christians, we're called to be patient and loving. And good listening is part of that. It requires patience in that we wait until we hear and understand the other person before we speak. And in that, we put away our to-dos and our phones away while we listen wholeheartedly. Good listening, my friend, requires us to respect and love the other person just as our relationship with God demands listening to his word so uh, that our relationship with our people demand we listen to their point of views and understand their feelings so when we listen we exemplify the humility we are called to model the bible says in philippians 2 verse 3 to 4 do nothing out of selfish um uh, selfishness or out of um vain glory rather humbly regard others as more important than yourself each looking out for his or uh, uh, for uh, for his own interest, but also everyone for those of others. I love that verse. So, how can we reduce conflict? How can we reduce conflict? How do we do that? Well, effective listening tends to reduce the frequency of interpersonal conflict because it's more likely that the dispute can be resolved by coming to a win-win situation. Think about it. When you feel as though no one is listening to your side of story, you are more likely to be on the defense and become more passionate about your point. And on the other hand, if you feel as though your concerns are being taken into account, you're probably you're probably more likely to agree Uh, to compromise and try to work towards the middle ground so listening precedes speaking the bible says in proverbs 18 verse 13 whoever answers before listening there is folly and 
shame. Whomever answers before listening, there's folly and shame. In other words, good listening prepares us to speak well. For it's only through wisdom and understanding, gained through hearing and faith, that we can speak the truth. And think about that for a moment. How often do we rush to speak about an issue before we all have the facts? How many times have we, you know, gossiped about someone before we knew what really happened? Words are powerful. And when we speak without understanding, we can cause a lot of harm and damage. So let's get into it. What is effective listening? At this point, I'm sure you've read, um, you're ready um you're ready to finally get into the bottom of what effective communication and listening is because um, really listening is part of communicating right and how to get into the habit of practicing it effective listening is actively absorbing information while showing the speaker that you're listening and engaged then providing feedback Uh, feedback that shows them they've been heard in other words effective listeners show speakers that they have been heard or understood we started by talking about people we look up to in our lives and if we would consider them as um as good listeners yeah so when we get heard when we feel hard, when we feel understood, then we feel appreciated. We feel the communication is flowing. So let's also view ministry, uh, listening as a ministry. Like I mentioned before, humans are social creatures who thrive on relationships. And what this means is that one of the best things you can do for another person is to show them that their communication is working and their message is being delivered effectively. Many times we may shy away from ministering to someone because we feel they can't solve, we can solve their problem. We can't. However, listening is often the most important ministry there is. When you give your time and lend your ear, you are being Jesus to another person. You're saying, I hear you. I understand you. And that's often so much more powerful than anything else you can do. And so beware of um, listening as an act of ministry. How about watching our body language? Your body language is extremely important component of listening. Some research suggests that it's more important than the words you speak. When you're having a conversation with someone, face the speaker and maintain eye contact because this shows that they have and you uh, this shows that they have your undivided attention. Another fox pass is closing yourself off from the person with your arms or legs psychology shows that crossed arms can be interpreted as a sign of defensiveness or awkwardness so if you're looking to create an environment of openness 
keep your arms and legs uncrossed and sit in a plain view of your talking partner with no barriers like a desk or a small table in between or even a big table whatever it is that could be considered a barrier now this is going to be very very important it's going to step on many toes we are to put our phones down have you tried talking to someone who kept on looking around the room or looking at their watch or um studying a computer screen or gazing out through the window or looking past you or even worse looking at their phones doesn't it make you feel like you're being ignored or you're wasting their time? Why well, you might be thinking that your multitasking skill, uh, multitasking skills are good enough to hold a conversation while spontaneously doing something else. There's no doubt that making a habit of this will create some tension between you and the person that you're conversing with. So try to be attentive and be relaxed. I should clarify that although eye contact is important, there's such a thing. There's such a thing as too um too much eye contact. Yeah? You don't have to stare at the other person. You can look away now and then. But just be attentive. Nod occasionally to show the person that you are listening. And how about keeping an open mind? Effective listening also means that without uh, that you're listening without judging the other person or mentally criticizing what they are telling you. Remember, you're not listening to respond. You're just listening to learn something new. And you don't jump to conclusion about things they say. Instead, you ask questions. Many times, we tend to just conclude. We finish the stories or the conversations in our head. But our teaching today is encouraging us to not jump into conclusions but instead we ask questions this is a great book by my mentor great leaders ask great questions so ask questions and ask great ones for that matter don't draw conclusions when you're listening or when you're conversing with someone also don't be a sentence grabber Sometimes when you're when you're taking in information you have your own train of thought running through your head which makes it very easy to try and jump in and finish the other person's thoughts or sentences. Don't be that person. Don't be that person. Um the other thing I I uh, um that goes with this is picturing the words of the person who's talking to you when people are talking to you try to paint a mental picture of what they're saying this can help you focus also while also connecting more to the words they speak when you're listening to the long stretches of story concentrate on and remember keywords and phrases your brain will do the rest of the work for you and i've seen that work for me where someone will be giving me a story about how they went on a vacation um to maybe a nice um 
beach uh, beach and um there would be i'll just my mind will start picturing and painting a beach and a beautiful sky maybe blue some really green trees and and sand and, and, and maybe even sunset i mean let your mind help you paint those mental pictures for you and if you thought uh if your thought uh, if your thoughts start to wander reinforce with a question or or re restate what they said for example did you say xyz the moment you do that it brings you back into the conversation and it also encourages the person who you're conversing with that you're listening and so it's also okay to stop them and say something like wait i'm sorry i just want to clarify that i'm following you you said xyz right or just say i'm sorry could you repeat that last part doing that encourages communication and encourages the person who's who you're conversing with that you're with them you missed the part and you're not just going to let them continue as if you got it and they appreciate the part then the other part is don't impose your solutions unless you've been asked for them when you're listening to someone talk about a problem refrain from suggesting solutions i know it's very difficult for many people to do but the person who's who who's sharing with you is not necessarily asking for answers or looking for solutions they just need someone to listen when we all want to help that's how we are wired and when the answer seems clear to you 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 just want to share it but most of most of the time people just want to share their thoughts so if you're bursting with a fantastic idea ask your conversation partner would you like to hear my thoughts can can i can i suggest something can i share my thoughts and then when they give you permission you jump in and you share your thoughts and you do so in a non-judgmental way okay let's look at what you're really doing when you interrupt <laughs> we all think and speak at different rates if you're quick um if you're a quick thinker and are want to chime in then it's up to you to learn how to refrain and slow down in order to be an effective listener you must train yourself to stop interrupting that's a good one good one good one when you cut someone off with your thoughts you're essentially saying i'm more important than you are what i have to say is more interesting and more accurate and more relevant you're saying um i don't have time for this conversation what you're saying doesn't matter it really doesn't matter and it can also be thought of as you uh saying this is a contest of two knows more who knows more and i am going to win 
Although you may not intend to communicate any of these things, the ones that I've just mentioned, your actions will suggest otherwise. So learn to probe. The best journalists, interviewers, and researchers learn to uh, learn the importance of probing early on. Probing just means asking for an additional information, but it can also help you understand the situation more fully. Effective probing comes from a non-judgmental place, and it uh, it follows the flow of what's been what has been previously said. Additionally, probing really shows the person you're speaking with that you're paying attention to detail and are fully invested in what they're saying. The Bible reminds us that it takes some probing to understand feelings and intentions. The Bible says in Proverbs 20 verse 5, the intention of the human heart is deep water, but the intelligent draw its forth. So why should we immediately assume we understand but ask questions to make sure? We should always, 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 always try not to come across as if we're judging other people or if we have all the answers. So think of the work of of a therapist they can fully understand the issue or propose the solution in one session and so it takes time and effort consider your listening sessions as mini therapies and as i come to an end don't put that speaker on the defensive being an effective listener involves learning to respond in ways that won't sound off-putting to the other person who is speaking that means avoiding accusations like why would you say that? How could you have thought that? While your intentions might be innocent, the tone of these phrases will likely come off as judgmental, which is not your goal. So when, when trying to understand, ask non-judgmental, open-ended questions. What were you thinking or feeling at that time? What made you decide to do that? Did you think that was the best course of action at that time yeah some really um, good questions to ask right there all right then don't be a topper we are all guilty of jumping in and sharing our own stories about a topic as they are being addressed but that's a habit that we should break think of this from the perspective of your conversational partner you've come you've come to to share their thoughts and in response you've started taking uh, talking about yourself this gives the impression that we are not listening or don't care about the other person's experience although we usually mention our experiences as to say you're not alone we risk sending the message that we are superior or more important. So if you find yourself doing this, finish your thoughts quickly, then apologize. Say something like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get off track. And this isn't a conversation about me. Let's get back on topic. Yeah. All right. How about giving or rather another word on giving advice? I want to read. 
I want to repeat this that you don't have to be uh you you you, you don't have to be giving advice sometimes people just want to share their thoughts yeah most people give advice because they like to but when we start advising without consent from your conversational partner you've stopped listening and you risk dominating the dialogue which in the first place you don't have the full picture of what happened or what they're about to share so rather than assuming that someone wants your advice be safe and remain quiet unless your opinion is sought out if this is especially difficult for you try these methods one ask your partner something like have you thought about what your next step is because what this does it gives them a chance to say yes i'll do xyz or no do you have any ideas and at that time now you can share what your thoughts are then thank them for sharing their information with you and let them know that you're here for them if they need additional guidance a lot of times we've been in meetings where uh, we've been in conversations where very personal things have been shared and then you leave the conversation or the other person leaves the conversation feeling did did they did i need to say all that was that too much sharing did that need to be said yeah so thank the other person it takes a lot of courage to share personal information just let them know that you appreciate them sharing and you're always there if they need someone to talk to and someone to listen so keep in mind that your goal as a listener is to try and develop a deeper bond if your goal is to be better is to uh, better um, connect better then you should be making an effort to work with them instead of telling them what to do all right as i conclude this time it's for real as an active listener your ultimate goal is to get as much information as possible in a time efficient manner and leave the conversation on better terms that is so important i'm going to read it again as an effective listener your ultimate goal is to get as much information as possible in a time efficient manner and then leave the conversation on better terms what that means is setting the environment for a comfortable conversation through your body language we talked about that earlier also being mindful on the way you react to phrases and ideas especially those that might that you might not agree with um also asking questions that encourage the speaker to share more and refraining from giving unsolicited advice so um thank you so much for hanging in there with me as we learned how to um communicate effectively it's an art com- uh, rather listening is an art and i want to thank you for being a great listener you've sat through this you've listened and i would like to hear your feedback so thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to join me 
and i absolutely loved sharing these tips with you i would like to hear what your thoughts are so let me know once again thank you this is essie daniel with aspire global leadership and also uh, our leaders connect series have an amazing week and let's listen more happy thanksgiving Welcome to another broadcast, another podcast of Leaders Connect with Essie Daniel. Today we are going to look at some principles, in fact, one of the many principles of human relations. But before I get into that, there's a quote that I love that states, the principles you live by create the world you live in. The principles you live by create the world you live in. So I often have asked myself, what principles am I living by? And I want to push this question to you as well, or pass this question to you. What principles are you living by? Because the principles that you live by will create the world that you live in. And remember, as our mentor John Maxwell always says, that you attract who you are so based on the principles that you live by these principles create the world you live in and you attract people that are like you based on the principles that you live by okay that was a lot (laughs) but anyway every day desire to develop a deep driving desire to master the principles of human relations because the most important commodity in the world the most important thing in the world is not wealth it's not a career it is the people the relationships that you have in your life and so it is important very important that we develop that desire to master the principles of human relations and without uh, keeping us waiting for too long let me address this principle that we want to become genuinely interested in other people more than we are interested in ourselves let me say that again become genuinely interested in other people more than you are interested in yourself and many of us maybe have not thought about this but recently i came across an article that was talking about a dog and they say that the dog is the only animal that does not have to work to earn a living a dog gives you nothing but love and that's how he earns his living i want to i want to tweak that a little bit and say not in ev- not every dog but most dogs especially in fast world in some parts of the world a dog is um a dog is um is uh guards the home and normally they they have 
cute small kennels or small houses that are right beside the gate and that's where they live but if you look closely you will notice that these parts of the world where the dog is a gatekeeper or uh, it, it, it's more for security purposes these countries they don't experience a diverse or harsh weather uh, um, uh, like snow and, and tornadoes and hurricanes and, and you name it. The weather normally is tropical and the kennels are built nicely to keep the dog warm and cool and keep it sheltered. But anyway, now looking at the dogs, a dog in the first world country, it is the only animal, the only animal that does not have to work to earn a living. It will stay in the home with the owner and all the dog will do is just love on you. That's how, that's how it earns its living. It's just by being itself, loving. And a lot of times we have thought that it is all about us. If I just manage to find a few minutes with XYZ person and tell them about myself, they might like me. I might, I can prove to them I'm, I'm a great person. But it is actually the other way around. They say if you're going for an interview, you do not want to, you, you, if you want to get that job, spend time studying about that company about the CEO, about the history of the company. Try to learn as much as you can. And if you have any questions, put them down and find a nice way of having that conversation. In other words, it's not about you presenting who you are and all your all your, all your certificates and achievements and so forth. But it is about you being curious about this company, being curious about how they have managed to do so much in their company in such a short time or all the amazing things that they are doing in the community. So it's that curiosity, becoming interested in the other person, becoming interested in the interviewer, becoming interested in the company, becoming interested in your friend, becoming interested in everyone that you meet it's not about you it's about them you can make more friends in two months by becoming interested in the other person that you can make in two years by trying to make them interested in you that's a fact it is tested it is proven so try to focus on the other person Get the spotlight and shine it on the other person, not on yourself. Because you risk um, coming across as prideful, coming across as someone who is all about me, me, me. But when you shine the spotlight on the other person, you make more friends and you make people more interested in you. Have you ever been in a conversation where you talk to, you are on a call maybe for 15 minutes 
and the person talked about themselves from the beginning until the very last few minutes before the end of the call and chances are maybe you even excused yourself from the call and they were just going on and on and on about themselves dear leader dear friend shine the spotlight on the other person you will make more friends in two months by becoming interested in the other person that you then you can make friends in two years by trying to get them interested in you so people are not interested in you (laughs) i know that sounds horrible but it's a fact people are not interested in you they are interested in themselves all day long you name it when they wake up it's about them when they go to lunch it's about them when it's tea time at 4 p.m it's about them in the in the evening it's about them when they go to bed it's about them so what makes you think that someone is so interested in you and it's all about you no people are interested in in themselves so if you want to build long lasting relationships with your friends, with your neighbors, with your co-workers, with your family. Make it about them. Shine the spotlight on them. You will not only learn what you don't know, but you will also create, um, uh, you will also create opportunities for you to get to understand why they do what they do and what are their likes and so forth so john maxwell says this a lot of times he says in a photograph when you look at a picture of maybe about maybe it's a picture that you took with your friends or your family members the first person that you look at is yourself and if you're looking good then it's a perfect picture unless someone else points at at themselves and says oh no i don't like this picture I have this near my eyes were closed but guess what <laughs> unless you highlighted that the other person thought it was a perfect picture because they looked great on that picture so in a photograph the other person will think it's great if they're smiling and if everything is perfect they may not even tend they may not even think of oh let me look at the other people oh would they like the picture no no it's normally about this person it's always about us it's not about the other person and so having said that i want you to always remember it's not about us no not at all remember that when people come to a meeting as a business owner or as a pastor or just as a leader when you call for a meeting and people come your clients come your audience come your church members gather together they came because you invited them the last thing you can do is to bog them with all this information about yourself trying to justify why you do this and trying to paint a picture of how great of a person you are you risk coming across as prideful instead make it about them and if you look at in the in the history the greatest leaders that have lived in the time have always been highlighted because they 
it was about the people things that they did for others they were curious the other day i had a conversation with a person i had never met this person in person but we had talked on the phone and via email several times and when we met with them right before we concluded our conversation they said you know i just wanted to thank you for wanting to get to know me better by being interested in me like really really you you really wanted to know how i was doing not just hi how are you you really wanted to know how i was doing how my family was doing how business was going and so forth so i thought that was sweet because i've been working on this for some time and to get that feedback was really humbling and at the same time it 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 lifted me it 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 encouraged me so dear friend always remember it is not about us it is about the other person when your clients show up at your event be happy genuinely happy to see them because they came for you they came for you they could have slept they could have chosen to be elsewhere they came because of you so not only should you give them your very best but you should also shine the light on them shine the spotlight on them so make it possible for them to 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 bring out the very best in them and when you do that maybe you're already worried about but at what point do I talk about myself no don't worry about that that always brings itself when you give the other person an opportunity to talk about themselves and you ask questions that make them open up and tell you about themselves how their day was how they how they're doing how they're feeling what's going on what has recently happened in their life that has made them so happy or what was the highlight of the day when you create such conversations at one point this person will stop and say something like oh so much about myself how are you doing what's going on with you and at that point they will give you they will lend you a listening ear and you can talk to them about whatever it is that had brought you to them in the first place so point or rather note to self become genuinely interested in the other person you will make more friends in 2 months by becoming interested in the other person then you can make in 2 years by trying to get someone else interested in you so it's about the other person it's about your audience it's about your family it's about your client and when you secure a time when you block your calendar to spend time with a client or a friend make it about them make it your pri- make it a priority to make that meeting about them especially when you're doing business let it be about them because at the end of the day they are paying you to help them get good 
at what they are doing. Or they are looking for answers on how they can improve a certain situation. That's why they've hired you in the first place. So make it about them and honor their investment, honor their time, honor their time investment, honor their financial investment by making that conversation, that meeting about them. When the meeting has ended, then at that point now you can you can now talk about everything else, maybe about yourself, about your family. Or if you must talk about yourself, make it brief and make it fun. All right. Thank you so much for giving me your time. It was a joy, as always, to be here with you. I hope you have learned something new. I wish you a blessed weekend and I will catch you again next week. Until then, become genuinely interested in every person that you will meet today. And let me hear how that went. Essie Daniel here. Talk to you later.